Well, welcome again. And as you can see, our vision this year, our 2020 vision, and it's always good to have 2020 vision, isn't it? Is a year or our year of expansion. A year of expansion. So, um, I guess I don't need to elaborate on what expansion means, but it's to increase, it's to grow, it's to get bigger. Feel free, if you wish, to follow along in the notes. Um, Try to resist the temptation of skipping ahead and reading page two when I'm on page one. It's, you might get a bit confused, but you might be clever enough to do that. Who knows? It's always a risk when you hand out notes that people... Um, yeah, anyway. So, Boxing Day 2019, that's Boxing Day last year, marked 20 years of ministry for me here in Maryborough. Thank you. As we launch our vision this year, we find ourselves starting not just a new year, but a new decade in this century. This is the year 2020. And looking at 20 from a biblical perspective, I feel personally that the Lord will release major blessings over Wattle City Church this year. Now we'll go on shortly to have a look at um, some of the things that are in scripture related to the number 20. Some of you may remember that in 2016 the Lord took me to Bristol Hill Tower and showed me three things. Um, You might remember I talked about a ring of fog. I don't know if you ever remember that. And now the fog came in over the town. Yeah. So in all of that, the Lord showed me three things. He showed me that his protection for Maryborough would increase. He showed me that his presence would come to Maryborough in a greater capacity. And he showed me that after spiritual strongholds were broken, that blockages to salvation would be removed. So I feel and believe that the preparation work has been done and that this is the year of expansion for Wattle City Church. I'd like to take a few minutes to share from the scriptures about the significance of the number 20 and make declarations over you as believers in Christ. In biblical terms, 20 stands for a cycle of completeness and a period of waiting. So I thought that was interesting, a cycle of completeness and a period of waiting. Now I've got four examples here, they're on the screen and they're also in your notes. It took Jacob 20 years to leave the house of Laban. Genesis 31, 38. After suffering and labouring for Laban for 20 years, Jacob came out wealthy and rich. Here's the declaration for you. May you come out this year blessed and rewarded after all the struggles 
that you have been through. Second point. The Ark of the Covenant was in a foreign land for 20 years. But on the 20th year, it was restored back to Israel. 1 Samuel 7.2 Here's the declaration for you. May you experience restoration this year. What was taken away, may the Lord bring it back to you. Third point. There was a time in the children of Israel, sorry, there was a time the children of Israel were oppressed for 20 years. But God sent Deborah to deliver them from their enemies. Joshua 4, 3. Here's a declaration for you. May God deliver you from every spirit that has been oppressing you. You will experience freedom and liberation this year. We declare, we declare and decree this over the church of Waddle City. The fourth point. It took Solomon 13 years to build his palace and seven years to build the temple. A total of 20 years. 1 Kings 6.38 and 2 Kings 7.20. 7, sorry. 1. So we've got 13 and 7. 20. This is a number of completeness. May God complete and perfect all that concerns you. May what is lacking in your life be made complete and perfect this year. Amen. Amen. Now, before I go on, I want to talk about something that's not in the notes. The Lord has caused me to look back over my own life. I'm 63 now and I see that the Lord has impacted my life in groups of 20 years and I find this very interesting especially as we're forecasting a vision for 2020 and it's my 20th year of ministry well the beginning of my 21st year of ministry and so from birth to 20 years old I was introduced to Christianity and gave my heart to the Lord, received salvation. My name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. From 20 to 40, I began attending church in a more serious way after my late teenage years where I drifted. I became a part of the leadership in the church. I became a deacon I became an elder and I began to attend Bible college, 20 to 40. 40 to 60, I graduated from college. I spent three years in Bendigo um, learning to be a pastor and in the year, in Boxing Day 1999, I came here and I've been here ever since. Um, so, 20 to 60. When I was 57, my life changed radically. When um, my late wife Sue was taken to heaven. And I've been given Helen. We've been given this church building. Paid for, folks. Lock, stock and barrel. 
And so I'm looking forward to the next 20 years, 60 to 80, and I don't want a walking stick for my birthday. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the next, next 20 years. I see my ministry in two streams. One stream here um, with Wattle City Church and another stream, a missionary stream, in the opening up of East Africa for our mission work. After 80, I don't know what's from 80 to 100. But unless we hear the trumpet blast, I don't intend leaving this planet anytime soon. I'm here for the ministry. I'm here for Jesus. And I'm here for Wattle City Church. Okay, back to the notes. Our vision, year of expansion for 2020, is spiritual, physical and practical with implications to reach our church family and implications to reach Maryborough and surrounding areas. We are Christian evangelical believers with sharing the gospel at our heart. We have a strong desire to serve God and to serve and equip our local church. Our passion and mandate is to help people get their names in the Lamb's Book of Life. Folks, we're all ministers and we're all called to reach out and to minister in all sorts of situations. Ephesians 4.11 in the NLT version I've got here says, And now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. The point is, folks, that these gifts were given to the church. Where's the church? Who is the church? So who receives the gifts? The church. You do. Okay. They're not for me. Well, they are, but they're not just for me. These gifts are given to you. Ministry is defined as using or operating in these gifts. It is because of this that we are all ministers. Okay, not everybody's a pastor, not everybody's an evangelist, or not everybody's a prophet or a teacher, but we are all ministers. We are all ministers. Ministry is not gender specific. Believe me, God doesn't choose men and not women, not where, not where ministry is concerned. Ministry is for all believers. All believers. I believe that believers and certainly the folks of this church operate and use these gifts or even have a blend of these gifts. (laughs) Now, see below a list of all biblical giftings. The only way to see our vision fulfilled 
is for us to operate in the gifts and to display the fruit of the Spirit. That's the only way we're going to grow, to operate in the gifts and to display the fruit of the Spirit. Now you'll see on this chart, I've listed all of the gifts that uh, are included in Scripture. In Romans 12, we've got prophecy, serving, teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership and mercy. In 1 Corinthians 12, um, 8 to 10, we've got word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, tongues and interpretation of tongues. In 1 Corinthians 12, 28 to 30, we've got apostle, prophet, teacher, miracles, kinds of healings, helps, administration and tongues. Ephesians 4.11, we've got apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor and teacher. And in 1 Peter 4, we've got whoever speaks and whoever renders service. As I read through those gifts, I can see that our church is fully equipped with all of those gifts by different people. Not everybody has all the gifts, but everybody has some of the gifts. Galatians 5, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Now, having said all that, the outworking of our vision remains which involves the commitment and the dedication of the whole church. So the vision is not for me, per se, but the vision is for you. This is your vision. This is, believe me, this has come from God. I can't create this sort of stuff. I'm not that clever. But this is your vision. It's come from God. I want to and I desire to lead you as a church In this vision, we want to see the vision fulfilled by the end of the year. We fulfilled last year's vision, but I'll come to that a little bit later towards the end of my notes. Before we look at our 2020 vision in more detail, I want to take a look and remind you of our vision statement Now, this vision statement has remained for 20 years or for the 20 years that I've been pastoring here in Maryborough. So our vision statement is, first, worship. We will worship God and our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. Secondly, discipleship. We will model discipleship by living out the teaching of Jesus, teachings of Jesus Christ individually and collectively. Oh, thank you so much. Stewardship. We will be honest. We will be honest with the Lord in giving regular and systematic surrender of time, talent, tithes and offerings. Fellowship. Our church environment will provide 
will promote sorry, love, peace, joy, unity, support and edification. Evangelism and witness. We will obey the teachings of Jesus Christ to go with zeal and a sense of urgency. Teaching. We will equip disciples of all ages by creating and sustaining a dynamic environment for learning and spiritual development. And last of all, caring. We will build up the body of Christ and each other by displaying love and concern for the needs of all disciples and humankind. Okay. The 2020 vision, a year of expansion. Without interaction between God and man, we have no everlasting security. We make mistakes and arrive at wrong conclusions. We experience bad or negative, pardon me, situations in our life. Everything that happens to us as believers is seen by God and with close relationship and specific dedicated prayer life, life situations can be used for his glory. Life situations. And we hear it every Sunday. We hear about life situations in our sharing time. We hear about it every Sunday, about how life situations are being used for God's glory. We're already doing this stuff, and we have been for a long time. This year, folks, there are a few changes on the table. We're planning more cottage meetings and have a desire to plant, yes, plant several churches over the next five years. Wow. When God revealed that to me, I was shocked. You know, the first thing I did, I went and attended the school planting school. Okay, if that's what you want then I better get educated. I took Helen and Gary and Rod and who else? Jade. Jade. I don't, uh, just on that, I don't think Rod and Jeannie will be back at our church. He said to me he wants to concentrate more on the church plant he's doing in Melbourne, so I don't, I don't think we'll, we'll see them anymore. Um, so, we're planning more cottage meetings and have a desire to plant several churches over the next five years. All of this is related to extending and increasing our church family. There are a number of small towns in our district where churches are pulled out and buildings vacated. The church buildings that are vacant may be able to be leased. This creates opportunities for the outworking of our vision. Folks, people are not looking for religion, believe me. People are not looking for religion. That's why mainline churches are dying. Because they they offer religion. People aren't looking for that. People are looking for spiritual connection. Truly. That's why why you all come here. You're looking for spiritual connection and you come to Wattle City Church and you find that connection. We connect people with God. That's what we do. And this is exactly what we provide. As you know, right, my employment situation has changed. Everyone 
aware that I don't clean floors anymore. I'm not at IGA anymore. The, the business closed. So my employment situation has, has changed. As a result of this, I qualify for volunteer work with Centrelink. Okay? And I'm registered. I'm a Centrelink volunteer now. And I am able to do my volunteer work right here at Waddle City Church. We are registered to receive volunteers. We are also registered to receive people who work for the Dole. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. So Centrelink will pay me $250 a week to volunteer 15 hours a week right here at Waddle City Church. You might see the garden looking good. <laughs> but if I'm a poor gardener, you might see it looking bad. <laughs> okay. But that's exciting news. Um, so because the church is registered to receive volunteers, we also qualify to receive work for the dull people. This will be of great benefit to Wattle City Church as our church maintenance, gardening, etc. can be taken care of. As a year of expansion, I'm excited to see the Lord move upon this church and look forward, folks, to the outworking of this vision. Now, I'll just go through the vision one part at a time. And you'll see where we're able to expand. Church office. We're in the process of getting together a material list to be able to petition off a section of the hall for a church office. Having an office will change the way we conduct our pastoral duties. Helen and I will spend more time in the building and making us more accessible to the church. Volunteering, Wattle City Church. As mentioned, my employment situation changed in August last year. I, as mentioned, I now qualify to be able to undertake 15 hours um, per week. That sentence is a bit clumsy, isn't it? Anyway, I'm able to under, undertake 15 hours per week to do volunteer work. Wattle City Church has been registered to receive volunteers and Centrelink have allowed me to volunteer my services to Wattle City Church. It's all sealed, it's all done, it's all rubber stamped, it's all approved. I start tomorrow, the 3rd of August. Cottage meetings. We're looking to increase the number of cottage meetings this year. We have meetings planned in Maryborough, Denola, Denali and Bialaba. These meetings are a relaxed time of fellowship, praise and worship and a time around the word of God. Cottage meetings are a great opportunity to invite people and to have a look and get a feel of how a church family enjoys each other and how we also enjoy the presence of the Holy Spirit. Church plant. It's been on my heart to undertake church planting. There are a number of small towns in our district 
where mainline churches are leaving or having services reduced to monthly. I see an opportunity here to plant a church or churches in these towns. The places that I have in mind are Denali, Bialaba and Avoca. To be totally honest with you, I'm not sure about the timing of doing a church plant. Okay, let me just put that out there. I'm not sure of the timing, but at some stage I would like to have a church meeting, an open forum, and to gather your thoughts and ideas in regard to church planting. Okay, so that's not going to happen tomorrow, but it, it'll it'll probably happen. You know, before May, we'll have a meeting and and sort of work see what we can work out. And I want to get a, a feel, a sense of how the church feel about planting a church because there's all sorts of ramifications in that. I won't go into it now. We, we lack the time. Other areas of expansion, testimony and sharing, prayer and prophecy, teaching subjects, strongholds broken, half night of prayer. These are all topics that we're able to conduct on a Friday or Saturday night of worship. The idea is that a, a topic for the night will be chosen and opportunities for church folks to minister will be given. These topics could also be incorporated into a cottage meeting setting. Preaching workshop. If there, that should say were, if there were enough people, or if there was enough people interested, both within our church and folk from outside Wattle City Church, I would be happy to run my preaching workshop. I haven't done that for a number of years. Um, prayer clinic. When the construction of the church office is complete, Helen and I will open up the prayer clinic again. The prayer clinic is a place where specific pastoral care is given. The prayer clinic will be available for all people in the community, not just church folk, but for anybody else outside of the church, uh, Christian or non-Christian, um, more than welcome to come have a chat to the pastor or pastors and have some prayer or some counselling. I'm qualified to give some counselling. Um, I'm not a qualified counsellor, but I have studied counselling in my subjects and I can give some basic counselling. Um, but if there's an area that is outside of my expertise, then certainly I would refer people to somebody, you know, a specialist, someone that specialises, yeah. Home visitation. Now that I have more time on my hands, Helen and I desire to become more involved in home visitation pastoral care. Home visitation is a time where you can chat face to face with a pastor on a personal level, level. receive prayer, ministry resulting in your own personal growth and depth of relationship with God. So we at some stage will draw up a list and um, of people, church people and um, and then we'll give you a call and find an appropriate time to pop out and 
have a visit, have some pastoral care. Conclusion. We began today by talking about the importance of using gifts. I want to encourage you to check the gifts or check out the gifts and see what you have and see how you can use them. Come to me with a list. If you check out your gifts, say, hey, I reckon I've got this and this and this or whatever. We'll see what we can work out. Um, Vision is important. Uh, sorry, vision, vision is important to see the way forward as a church. And as a church, we need to be progressive in our thinking and to give action to the vision. And it, you, you have vision all the time. You look in your pantry and you say, oh, I need to buy this and this and this. You have a vision for what you need. And then you fulfil that vision by jumping in the car and going to the supermarket. So that's just one simple way that you have vision and you fulfil vision every day in just everyday situations. And you know, the Lord can put something on your heart. Wow. Well, he goes and visits somebody in hospital. The Lord envisions something on her heart to say an encouraging word. God is looking after you. What is it? God is on your side. God loves you. Okay? And she, she fulfilled what God asked her to do and she fulfilled that, that vision. She might have another one tomorrow. Who knows? And so having a vision and fulfilling a vision is not something that is like out of reach but it's something that we do every day in everyday circumstances and it's something that we will do this year in Wattle City Church. Last year, we looked at having a year of community. Remember? And it had a capital U in the middle of the word community. We succeeded in that. There has always been a great sense of family here at Wattle City Church. And the challenges of 2019 brought us even closer together. And we did have a few challenges. We had three deaths in our church. Challenges. We've had people leave our church. More challenges. But in all of that, that has brought us closer together. And we are a close-knit community here at Wattle City Church. I'm sure there are other ways to bring churches together as a family. But, you know, we had a year of community and we did things that brought us together and circumstances that happened out of our control also brought us together. So I'm looking forward to begin my 21st year of ministry, my 21st year of pastoring at Wattle City Church as we impact well, that doesn't even make sense I've missed a word there as we impact ours and other nations for Christ it's okay 2020 a year of expansion it's my hope my dream my prayer that you would join me this year 
in expanding Wattle City Church, in you know, hosting and attending cottage meetings, and having progressive thoughts about fulfilling our vision. I'm still not totally sure about church plants, but we'll we'll have a meeting and we'll talk about it and we'll see what's what. Um, yeah, I I think that's all I really want to say. But take the notes home. Read through them again later in the week and make yourself familiar with our 2020 vision for this year. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the vision that you've laid upon our hearts. Lord, it's an awesome vision, a vision to expand, a vision to grow, a vision to increase. We pray, Lord, that you'll be with us this year, even more than ever. Lord, as the time draws close for the rapture, and even the very planet itself is having upheavals, let alone what people are doing to it. But Lord, there is still time. And every day, Lord, that the sun rises is an opportunity for us to fulfil the desire and the will that you have for our lives individually and for our lives collectively as Wattle City Church. We pray, Lord, you'll be with us, be with each each person here, each member, Lord, of Wattle City Church, each adherent. Lord, be with us all as we take steps, Lord, in the direction of fulfilling the vision that you've laid on our hearts for this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.